Hello, my name is Michael Garrick, and this is Popping Culture Movie Reviews. My guest today is Jalen Orr, a very funny comedian. If he's in your city, definitely check him out. Also, please tell him the group that you're in. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm part of his film group, videography group called Click Classics. It's a small little group, me and my boys do. Nice, nice. Uh, you guys definitely check that out. Uh, also, like I said, please check Jalen out. Uh, the movie that we'll be reviewing is The Incredibles. Uh, Jalen chose the movie. Uh, before we get started, this is a 100% spoiler review. But before we spoil the movie, uh, Jalen, do you believe they should watch it? Oh, yeah. I was, you, oh, I'm sorry. Is it, <laughs> I didn't know if this is the same kind of language barrier yeah. as the podcast. No, no, no. Speak freely, bro. Speak freely. Uh, yeah, you should definitely watch the movie. Uh, if you haven't, something's wrong with you at this point, and that's why you don't have any friends because you haven't watched The Incredibles yet. Hey, for that one person that really goes to, I want you to know, <laughs> just watch Incredibles. <laughs> just do it, bro. Just do it. It'll make your life so much easier. And one push along listening or watching be like, that's why I've been lonely this whole time. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, just watch The Incredibles. Uh, Jalen's very passionate about this movie, which I love. Uh, I totally agree with him, guys. Definitely check this movie out. Now, everything past this point is 100% spoilers. Um, Jalen, I'll let you kick it off. All right, all right, all right, all right. So my first memory with The Incredibles of why I had to see it was I've always been fascinated with superheroes. So, of course, the movie's based around this super family, and it's back in the early... 60s, 70s, but I don't know exact era you would classify it as, but it's the quintessential hero movie for around that time period. It's just modern day family. Um, are we going to just like go chronological and just start from the beginning and start talking about what we like about it or what? I, I can spiel about this movie. Hey, man. Hey, brother. Whatever you want to say. All right. Let's get into it. So, um, like I said, my first introduction to it, my grandmother took me and my best friend to go see it in the movie theaters. And so I'm sitting in the movie theater watching it. And the movie starts and Mr. Incredible comes out saving all these people. And you think in the movie just going to be like this. Like, it's always a superhero. And in the movie, it's going to be this big villain he fights. Nah, like the movie had a turn in like the first 15, first five minutes. He's saving people. But every motherfucker he saved from the beginning of the movie Suit his ass. Not 30 minutes later. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this isn't what heroes do. Heroes can get sued. I didn't know this. And the man's like, you saved me from my suicide. It's like, you were going to die otherwise. What, what do you think is going to happen? And it's like, no, I didn't. It doesn't make, you don't know what's going to happen. And then the people who we saved in the train sued him. And I was just like, this is. This isn't what I was expecting coming to see a superhero movie. Like, the first thing we get is them being put down and told that they should put away their capes and they must become normal people or they will be uh, actions taken against them. And I, it struck the core with me because I was like, these people are doing things out of the generosity and kindness of their heart because they had these powers. And they don't have to help people. They could become the super villains if they want to, but they chose to help people. And these societies still looked upon them as like, hey, we didn't ask you to be our hero. And it's just like, wow. That yeah. that probably was the first shocker I remember seeing in the movie to where I was like, some people don't want you to be a hero or be nice to them. It's like, I, I was so surprised about that. Like, I, I never 
I never realized that that could be a facet of being a hero that some people, because it's, it's in Spider-Man, but it's only one nigga. It's J. Jonah James. He's the only nigga that hates Spider-Man. So I'm like, okay, that's his, that's his shit. That's, that's what he does. But in their world, it was literally everyone who... Go ahead, I didn't even even, Oh, no, it's no problem, man. But just so you know, like, even in our world, uh, the real world, but uh, uh, even with the highlight maneuver, like, if someone's choking and they tell you... Mm, like legally, you cannot save their life. Like they can see you. Like somebody got sued for a hundred and nine thousand, I believe. Um, I don't know how much he won, but yeah, like if somebody, because you know this is universal for choke, and apparently the guy was like, "Hey, don't don't save me. Like let me let me die." And uh, the guy saved him, and um, I believe he, you know, he, it was a civil lawsuit, I believe. But yeah, the guy ended up paying. What? Hmm. So what would you say your viewpoint on that is? So I I know we ain't heroes or anything like that, but are you apprehensive to like, because I feel like my first knee-jerk reaction, if it's not dangerous, like if it's something to where like I'm going to have to fight somebody with a gun, my probably first knee-jerk reaction is to run, of course. I'm, like, I'm not trying to get shot, but you know, something like somebody's choking or somebody's drowning. My first knee-jerk reaction, I think, is to help. Like, would you say that... You, you feel that as well? Uh, I hope this doesn't come out dark because it's not meant to come out dark at all. But just being in the medical field so long, I've seen people like want to die enough to respect it. Um, it may sound crazy, but there are people that just from um, most of the time it's pain because nobody wants to live in pain. No, some people sadly enough don't want to, if they lose body parts, they really don't, nobody really wants to live with no legs. But that came out horrible. That should that came out way worse than it should have been. But like some people just don't, you know, you learn that some people just don't like living with certain uh, whatever they're going through. So uh, yeah, I, I truly believe if somebody wants to die, you know, that's their right. Okay, 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 okay. I can see coming. I can see that side of thing. It's just. I, I get it, but the suing thing is the factor of it. I don't understand. It's oh like, yeah, that, oh yeah, that's the that's the BS right there. You'd be like, "Come on, bro, come on, bro. You can always try again." Wow, that came out wrong too. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> okay, here at Popping Culture, we do not um, want people to commit suicide. We're one hundred percent against that. We so, what you think like... about that? What you think about that cape scene, man? That cape scene. Um, yeah, superheroes do not need to wear capes. Superheroes should not wear capes. Regular people, no, I, I, I refuse to wear capes from now on. And if you think about it, that's like, that's like a subtle little joke that they played. They they gave it to us so early in the movie because I rewatched it tonight, uh, tonight just to make sure I was prepared to talk about it. And they played it in right after he first defeated that first kind of giant robot thing. So it's in the first 15, 30 minutes of the movie. She just says, no cap. Uh, and she starts naming off heroes and why you shouldn't wear capes. And so I'm imagining through your first walkthrough, you just think that's just a little insequential or insignificant joke that they're just telling in the movie to make you laugh about why she doesn't want to put a cape on them. And to spoil the movie, at the end of the movie, the, the villain, the big bad villain of the movie wears a cape and it gets that dude, get, gets him in so much trouble and dies from the shit. Basically. The nigga dies because of his cape. And it's just like, I love the little things like that. It was like they took the time to say this early in the movie. It's like a setup. They set it up for you. 
And it, it's not, they don't ever bring it up again. They don't have no callbacks or nothing. But at the end of the movie, the nigga just dies because he wore a fucking cape. It's like, that's that's brilliant. I love writing like that. Yeah, they paid, they paid it off great. Uh, as we're so talking well. about the villain um, doing the podcast, guys, please make sure you go back and check out the podcast. You, that, this villain has made me really realize how important, and you like you talked about doing the podcast, you got to take pictures with your fans, man. <laughs> Wait, Syndrome made you think that? Yeah, he was a fan of him. And then when he didn't want to take oh, pictures and everything, yeah, 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 yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, picture, yeah, yeah. one you say no to one picture, brother. You might have the, the world villain, bro. You never know. Look, you, you, hold on. Someone else is calling me. I'm sorry about this. But uh, yeah, man, like you say, you you say, man, I can't do this right now, or I don't need a sidekick, or blah blah blah. And now you created a villain, and now we all gotta suffer because you being selfish. I have a real life example. You say no to one picture. Next thing you know, future is fucking your wife, dog. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know you're talking about. <laughs> man, I want to be real with you, man. That sh- that story was hilarious till I got engaged. Uh, <laughs> that was a real funny story. <laughs> till I, I you got don't engaged. You don't mind, like, who? who in the yeah, hell? like it. it yeah, that, that was hilarious till I got engaged. I, I was laughing so hard. Yeah, and Gucci, and Gucci flip flops, you know. Yo, bro, and the nigga made a song about it. Like, not only did he do it, he made a song about it. And my, I don't see how Scotty Pippen still acts hard, I guess, because he's rich, so he doesn't really give a fuck. He, he mess around with other girls and stuff. But it's just like, damn, dog, he was that serious? He didn't take a picture with you? So you like, I'm going to fuck his wife. I wonder if that was the first thought he had, right? Like, immediately, Mr. Mr. Pippen, can I get a picture, Mr. Pippen, Mr. Pippen? Sorry, little kid, I ain't got time for you, baby. I got to go shoot some hoops with Michael. I'm a fucking bitch one day. Like, <laughs> you think it was immediate? Like, I feel like that that has been brewing for a while because that's not just something you do in the moment. Like, you you had to be holding on to that hurt and that pain for years to be like, yeah, he's my idol, and I want to hurt him. Like I said, man, this shit was hilarious before I got engaged. Uh, <laughs> shit was funny. I got engaged, and I was like, that young man shouldn't have did that. That was uh. Uh, shame on, well, shame on her. It's not really his fault. It's her fault. So. It is her fault. Yeah, shame on her. I mean, he, bro, she is gorgeous. Look. You seen her? Larsa Pippen. God, bro, I was like, this is a gorgeous woman. I was just like, okay. Yeah, she's pretty, but it's nothing there, bro. Like she, I mean, I think the last person she was messing with, because I actually followed her kind of story and thing right after that happened, because I was just interested in her just to see like how she developed and what was going to go on. Because I don't know, just the drama behind it. I just wanted to see what, what was going to happen next. And literally the next relationship she got in soon, uh, the next one I remember hearing about was her and that Malik Beagley dude. Did, did you yeah, hear about that yeah, one? Yeah. And that's when I realized, okay, she is nothing up there. Like she, she's just kind of in it for the fame and for the, the accolades and the money. She wants that lifestyle. She's not... I don't think she seems like a woman of substance, which I, as soon as I see that, like once I see you're not a person of substance, I lose all interest in you uh, immediately. I heard about that Beasley story. That's some Harlem night shit. Just like, look, I ain't never coming home. <laughs> Yo, to your wife and your kid, like I can understand your, I know this sounds harsh, but I can understand your wife to a certain extent because maybe you don't have to be going through some shit, maybe. Blah, 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 no, blah, blah, blah. no, 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 no. I'm not agreeing with anything, no. 
<laughs> Stop saying stuff like you I'm know. Not no. I, I say I. I'm just saying I could understand it a little bit easier because it's your wife. So it, it, essentially, it's your love for her that attaches you to her. But like your kids, you got like a biological attachment with this person. Like they come from you, and he was just like, "Fuck you!" I'm going over here. I'm like, "Damn." Hey, I'm not throwing you on the bus. I just need a happy house. I don't see how any of this is good. <laughs> uh-huh. Definitely feels like I'm being thrown under the bus. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Keep keep your house safe. Man. Yeah, keep yeah. it safe and yeah. together. Don't yeah. don't let me mess up a good thing. Oh, don't, I won't. Don't. I won't. I won't, brother. I <laughs> Ain't nobody sleeping on a couch in Greenville. That's a. <laughs> That'll be a long ass drive for you. That'll be a yeah. long ass drive. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing about this movie that I don't think enough people give it credit for. This is a great looking film. Like Pixar did an amazing job. Yeah, and I feel like Pixar, maybe after this movie, they just became known for it. But in this film, like I'm watching it, and to this day, it still holds up. Like when I was watching it just now, I literally not at one point did I think. Mm, this looked like a movie made in the early 2000s. I was watching it as if, oh, this could have been made yesterday for all I know. Like, it, really great movie. And I will say, like, Pixar knew what they were doing when they were creating the women in this movie. Because I was like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, Mrs. Incredible, the uh, the little blonde girl who's the syndrome's assistant, uh, she, she was doing it for me in this rewatch, too, bro. I was like, I remember her being this bad. Like I knew she was bad, but it was like, God, dang, Pixar, this is a children's movie, and it, that's it, a, it, probably why it does so well. It's both for fam, the kids, and the adults. You know? Yeah, Pixar was like, I'm tired of these ugly ass moms. <laughs> <laughs> My, these mom, ain't every mom ugly. Like we got some milfs up in here. Yeah, I just about to say, Pixar, the first movie to introduce milfs into this thing. It's saying we gonna we gonna get some bits up in here that we like. And I, I appreciated it, Pixar. Whoever, whoever, whoever was the graphic designer for the archetypes of the bodies. Yeah, we want our cosplay to look good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Have you ever been to like a cosplay event or anything like that? Man, I've been trying, brother. I've been trying. I like. I wanted to take my stepson to like the little Columbia, the Columbia Comic Con we have in South Carolina, and then yeah. like one of South Scott jokes, very funny comedian guys. If you haven't, definitely check him out. Uh, he told me about uh, apparently like it's a lot of furries there, and I was just like, ah, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, no, 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 no. You yeah, cannot I, take a child around that. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, I don't want no. Nah, so. But I, I I hope to. Um, I'm actually gonna go to my first Comic Con in October. Uh, Chris Carano, another very uh, funny comedian from Rock Hill. It's like a horror Comic Con, so that'll be my first one. Okay, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Have it's you been to tight. a few? No, I haven't been to any yet. Like I, someone recently suggested that I go to the Greenville one because Greenville has a Comic Con, and I'm gonna try to go to that one. And my mom wants me to go. My mom wants me to go to the one in California, like the actual Comic Con. I'm like, I'm not trying to spend bread like that to go see motherfuckers dress up. Like, I, I was told it's worth it, man. And uh, like, as long as you book in advance, man, you can usually um, okay. get a cheap Airbnb and um, just make sure you get a fast pass for everything. Uh, okay, that was another person coming to me. They told me, make sure I get a fast pass. Just go ahead and spend the extra money because it'll be worth it. So um, but if I do ever plan to go to one of those, I'm definitely just going to spend the money. Like, I'm, I'm one of those people where if I 
go to something, I don't want to do it half-assed. Like, I yeah. want to enjoy everything. Um, so I'm gonna make sure I save up, do what I got to do to make sure I don't have to worry about nothing during that whole trip. Yeah, my fiance, when she was living in San Diego, she went to it and she was like, it, it was just really nice, really cool, the whole thing. And this is going off what she told me. She was just like, if some people did have an a older, you know, not everybody apparently Aww. was, you know, and she was just like, it was, it was just very few. And it was like, it wasn't a lot of people, but it was some people that would walk past the booth. She was, I forgot, it was some, it was something for a video game she was modeling for or whatever. Um, plug. Yes, that's right. Girl used to model. And um, yeah, got to throw that in there. And uh, your queen out. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but she was just like, some, someone would take pictures and they'd be like, God damn, like, the fuck, he's been like all ass up in here. Like, <laughs> like Mountain Dew and ass. I was like, oh, okay. Yo, look, I, I've come to expect that out of everyday life. So it doesn't surprise me that it's going to be a comic con. <laughs> like, I, I experience that on the daily. Just motherfuckers just coming in. Like, do you know what a shower is? Like, I meant to ask you just mm-hmm. doing the podcast. I apologize, but I want to go ahead and ask this 10 second question. You've got, don't, don't say the amount, but have you ever seen somebody come to your job as a uh, do you mind saying what you do or no? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, as yeah, a bank teller, as a bank teller, have you ever somebody come to your job and they're just dressed weird and then you look at their account and you're like, this does not match what I'm looking at? Surprisingly, yes. Like it, it happens a lot more than what you would think. Um, but I would say the industries that they do, once you figure out what they do, you know why they look like that. So like the ones that get you are plumbers because they'll usually they'll be driving this beat up like kind of like van they got tools all over it they're dirty they don't necessarily they have dirt under their nails their hair doesn't be done it's just like you know they're doing plumber stuff and literally you'd be like all right uh you want to get your balance okay let me pull that up for you damn nigga you make this much doing plumber you hired yeah that's Okay. You know, thanks, man. But on uh, average, if someone looks looks or smells a certain way, I would probably say it's more likely you can guesstimate what's in their bank account. Okay. Cool. Um, thank you so much for sharing that, man. Um, to get back to the movie, how'd you like the soundtrack? Amazing. And music, music soundtracks are so important to me in movies and in uh, movies in general, movies and TV shows in general, just because it. I've learned that they're the heartbeat of the thing that you're watching. So essentially, you can watch a movie without any music in it, and it's, it, it can be a wonderful experience, but with the music, it lets it helps emphasize the moment. It helps lead you to where the uh, the director wants you to feel even more. It, it attunes you into the emotion that he wants you to feel in that moment. It attunes you to maybe like what you want to feel in that moment. Like, it's just like, oh, I'm watching this, and it, this is speaking to me in this sort of way, and this music i'm feeling like this and so i'm just like some of these soundtracks is just like oh it's so tight it's heroic it's, it's meant to be like a lot of them meant to be like inspirational and i every everyone that they're using this movie i felt like they hit their mark like they made me feel inspirational like I, I, right after i left the movie theater i started running around like i was dashed just freaking like da, 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 da. My grandma was like, get your ass in the car. I'm tired of being outside. Like, I'm sorry, but 
like I got the little Incredibles mask that came with the first movie watches, and I, I want to think for like a two days, three days, and then take it off. Like I'm just wearing this incredible mask, and just like doing whatever I had to do. But yeah, that movie soundtrack it was hardest free, hardest free. Nice. How'd you feel about the pacing? Pacing is. What I say about the pacing movie? I think the time of what they had was they. I I felt like even rewatching it, I felt like I wanted to see more from the family than that one save. Like it felt like I didn't get enough of them, and it may be because I just enjoyed them so much that I wanted to see more out of them naturally. But I felt like a lot of the development in the island with um, Mr. Incredible. It was like, wait a minute, like, this is cool and all, but there could be other stuff going on. But I guess since Hero, Hero Wing was legal, they couldn't really be doing anything. But I was just like, I need, I need to see more of them being superheroes because the, the final fight was essentially the fully kind of Thanos versus the Avengers thing that we got. But it was like, there are so many other mini fights you could have in between there to where like you could build up uh, who each uh, who each hero is, what their struggles are, and what their heroic struggles are, and I was like, ah, I wanted to see more out of this the entire family. Like Dash was my favorite one, of course, so I would like to see him in his own little thing, seeing what he goes through. Because I feel like I saw him run track, I saw him run on the island to outrun the aliens. I mean, outrun the robots, and then I saw him run on water to get away from Syndrome one time, uh, the drone one time. And then that, that was pretty much it for him. And I, I wanted to see so much more of Dash because he's my favorite character in the movie. And I was like, I, I don't think I got enough. So I think it could have done a little bit better with pacing to give us more. But for the movie, maybe out of 10, I would say like a solid eight. It's not terrible. Nice, nice. nice. Sorry, I'm long-winded, by the way. Oh no, it's no problem. Uh, I I still like his introduction scene too when they're talking to the principal and they like the guy actually caught him cheating, <laughs> and he's just like, I don't see anything. <laughs> Yo, I literally, I literally was thinking when I rewatched that. I'm like, I'm I'm probably gonna meme these. Like, I'm gonna clip these and start using just his as a meme. So the very first thing is, uh, he what he does is he places a tack on the teacher's seat. So he's like. He's walking in. He's like, he put the tack on my chair. And he was like, I don't see anything. Watch. When he moves, he moves. The tack's there. When he's not moving, the tack isn't there. Watch. And like on the screen, he's not moving. And then he's like, see, see, see. And then the teacher just goes, wow. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, no, come back. He's guilty. He's guilty, I say. He's guilty. And I, I just started dying laughing at him. Yeah. I was like, I love that kind of prankster vibe of the, uh, of, um, that it's just because I feel like it kind of fits, you know, maybe. Yeah. No, it's cool. It had that, that very odd parents vibe to it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely close to that. And it's just very great introduction scene for him. Violet's was weird though. Did you do you remember Violet's introduction? Yeah. <laughs> like well, when I rewatched it, I was like, this bitch is a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, that's um I don't think you can do that in 2021. But uh no. Like she sees her crush, and when he turns to look at her, she turns just well. She turns invisible, but because her clothes don't go invisible with her, you just see a turtleneck with no neck. And I was like, "What?" Yeah. And then the crazy part about it is, she goes, "He looked at me." I was like, "Bitch, he didn't look at shit. He didn't see you." 
Yeah, that's the got, whole point of your power. It has some Invader Sim type stuff on that one. Yeah, uh, that was it. It just, but it worked so well because I, I, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't a creepy kid, but like I could see how that played. You know, it was an important scene where her building her confidence. Right, and would you say this? I feel like with the guy who she was going after, the guy who she liked in real life. Let's be honest here. Do you actually think Violet would get that guy in real life? It's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. If I find out she's stalking me, nigga, I'd probably be scared, too. You'd be like, she can turn invisible. Oh, shit, well. I'd, uh, I can either live in fear or I can just uh, make her not like me anymore. I can do either or. Like, yeah, you're going to have to choose one of the two. Because if, if she got superpowers, I'm like, I ain't trying to fuck. Yeah, if, I, if anything fall in my room, I'm like, bitch, you with him. <laughs> Yo, that is so crazy. <laughs> you can never have a moment's peace with her being your girlfriend. Like she's always there. It's like some girl saying hey to you. And it's like, bitch, the violet thing. You over here to talk to me. It's like, I'm your sister. Hey, bitch, she don't care. She don't care. Look, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you said one through ten, you would give this movie an eight. No, for pacing, out of ten, oh, for rain, okay, yeah, ten. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, with I it, love it's, the movie hands down. It's just I want it more. Like I know ten means it's perfect, but well, you got the sequel, so you know. Have you seen the sequel? Hello? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me now? Jalen, can you hear me now? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, I don't know what just happened. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, so like, yeah, I'm, this this movie is so good. People are like, we got to make a sequel 20 years later or like 15 years later. So it just shows how good it was. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was a phenomenal movie because it, we needed that second sequel. Um, I think it hit, hit its mark. It wasn't as good, but I've always had the assumption sequels usually are never better than the originals, but it was still better than most sequels hands down for me. It was it probably goes down. Like the two sequels I remember um, is this one and uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. And <laughs> their sequel and i was like oh, okay those two are two pretty good sequel movies and so i was like okay i'll i'll give you a pass it's, it was worth the 20 it was not worth 20 year wait but it was worth 20 year wait if you know what i mean yes yeah, it's, it's the, the last sequel i saw where i was like this is a good sequel was uh the original and um the original Tobey Maguire spider-man i was like oh this is actually good like dave this is way better than i thought plus they didn't have people in like power ranger costumes so Oh, come on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man sequels were amazing. Three was terrible, though. Yeah, three Not was terrible, terrible. But, you know. Yeah, they, they knew what they uh, were doing. It, Sam Raimi was like, oh, you ain't, oh, you gonna keep making me do these movies because the contract. All right. <laughs> he's gonna be dancing and ben. everything. Yeah, okay, I got you. <laughs> oh, you okay, you Yo, want he Venom? Said, I'm gonna make a Spider-Man you hate. <laughs> yeah, oh, you want Venom? I uh, You got 30 seconds, bitch. Uh... <laughs> 
Uh, do you believe that this movie has become a part of pop culture? Yes, I feel like it has because, like we were saying earlier, it's probably only a few people who haven't seen this movie yet. And if you haven't, like I said, you want your life to get better. Um, this isn't a guarantee, but I'm just saying, if you watch it, who knows? I, 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 since I've watched the movie, I've been happier. And I went to college, so I think that is a direct correlation. Right, Michael? Would you agree? Yeah, I agree 100%. <laughs> if you guys want friends, um, you got to watch. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, man, I feel like it's a part of pop culture in the sense of movie going-wise, but oh, no, because I was about to say, I don't know any sayings that probably come from the movie that is part of pop culture, but yeah, oh, man, you got you got to know this one. Where is my super show? And it's like, oh, yeah. so yeah. distinct. Yes. Have you seen the design for what his wife was supposed to look like? It was a pretty good design. No, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, you can find it on Google, man. It's, I mean, they, they, you know, she looks like a, they made her curvy too. So, hey, I might have to go check that out after uh, we get done with this podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't, I don't know how we forgot about bringing that up. Yes. M.A.L. Jackson. Um, He's also, you know, he was right after, like, I think the first Avengers, I mean, the first um, Iron Man cameo. I think that's, he came out right before or after. Mm, came out in, I think it was before, because it came out in, like, 2007, I think. Okay, so maybe it was right before then, the first Iron Man movie. But, yeah, like, it, it was, yeah, because it was, it was, you know, because, before you know, this was, like, um, Samuel Jackson being in good superhero movies. Yeah, I remember for this, he was in Spirit. And that was not good. <laughs> he was also in um, uh, Star Wars. Uh, was it three? The, the number and it confused me. Yeah, so three. He was, he was in three. In, so yeah, yeah. Well, he was like, "No, I need my lifesaver to be purple, bitch." Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I want. I want it, motherfucker. I want purple. Just give me purple, yo. But if you think about it, though, like Samuel Jackson, I don't know if it's because of his personality, but. He is always a standout actor in whatever he does. Like, of course, at this point now, his voice has become iconic. So we recognize him for his voices. But um, one of my friends, when I got to college, uh, they were telling me about uh, Pulp Fiction. They were like, uh, yeah, what'd you think of Pulp Fiction, man? I was like, Pulp Fiction? What the hell is that? He's like, you've never seen Pulp Fiction? Da, 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 da. And so... I was like, no, nah, why the fuck would I want to watch that? He's like, that's like one of early Samuel Jackson's best movies. Like, you got to see it, man. So, like, I watched it. And just even back then, you could just see the the passion in which he has for the character and roles he takes on. And it's just like, wow, man, this dude has has a literal talent for acting. And I, I love every portion of it. Exactly. I mean, talk about that, bro. I remember I had to have, because I, I mean, I love Pulp Fiction. This is in my top 10. But I never forget, like, all these people, like, my high school, like, bro, you got to see Scarface. You got to see Scarface. You got to see Scarface. And I was like, I grew up on New Jack City. Like, so it was crazy. Like, I saw Scarface and I was like, yeah, this is great overacting. I see why this became a thing. But then, like, put people on New Jack City and be like, okay, you're right. Uh, yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Like, I, I have not seen Scarface or New Jack City. So I may have to watch it now that you recommend them. Because every, a lot of people, my friends, recommend them to me. But I've just always felt like, because I haven't seen any of the Godfathers either. Like, uh, just watch uh, the first one, man. Just watch the first one for that one, okay. Yeah, 
Okay. Well, the second one's good too, but the third one is third one's just a uh, pretty much a parody of itself. Ah, okay, okay. And what's crazy is I think another reason I like this uh, movie is so I like it's it's not a spy movie, but it has spy movie things in it, like the scene where he has to sneak into his lab to try yeah. and figure out what's going on. The scene where his wife has to do the exact same thing, and just the espionage level of technology they have, and one of my favorite uh, movie franchises is the James Bond franchise. And I remember I got started on that one in college too. And I saw the first, my, the James Bond who I think of is James Craig. So because that was. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, I'm watching, I'm watching his first, I forgot what the first one's called, but I'm watching the first James Bond movie. And just, I just fell in love with the character, his suave, his technology that he had, his uh, confidence, his always knowing what to do and what moment, if something happened that he didn't expect to happen, he got an answer for it. It's just like, ah, I love this. And then when I saw that movie, that was the early instance of me liking espionage and not knowing. And so now that I'm older, I realize I like spy movies. And so, oh, I know now why I like this so much. I associated that kind of cool, suave spy thing with the whole movie. And so like, that's another undertone of the movie. I don't think people realize that it kind of gives off spy movie type. Or at least to me, I don't know if people would actively think it's a movie that deals with spying. That's nice. I mean, I, it definitely goes hand in hand, man. Like, like I said, this movie was very much ahead of its time, and it's a great film. Um, thank you so much, man, for coming on to review the movie with me. Um, is there anything you want to say to your fans? And please let everybody know where they can follow you. Uh, yeah, uh, to my fans, I already know you already watched the movie. So just go ahead and tell all your friends to go watch the movie. <laughs> So we can get them on the train. That way they can stop being haters and jump on our train. And we can just, you know, grind this thing out together as a family like we're supposed to do. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Jalen or J-A-Y-L-E-N-O-R-R. It's my name. My username is J, all lowercase, underscore Brezzy, B-R-E-Z-Z-Y, 009. Okay. And where can they follow and find the videos for your yeah. group? Okay. Uh, that would be on Click Classics. It is, uh, so you spell it C-I-L-Q-U-E, Click, and then Classics is C-L-A-S-S-I-X-S. So it's Click Classics. It's spelled a little weird, but it's on my page. If you find my page, okay. it's in my bio, and it's right there in it for you. And it's a easy link for you to follow. Cool, cool. Well, man, thank you, like again, thank you again for coming on. Thank you guys for watching and listening, and have an amazing day.